is the Jose Show. Jose Show. And welcome to another exciting episode of the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. Hey folks, how's it going today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. It's a Sunday afternoon and I live here in Florida. And let me tell you the, oh my goodness, it is so hot. Like when you walk outside, the heat mugs you. Yeah, it's like it mugs you. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, um, I don't know where everybody is at that's listening to this podcast episode but make sure you stay hydrated. Um, if you feel like you're going to faint, get inside. Um, take care of yourself because this heat is no joke. Um, if you have uh, dogs that are outside, please bring them in. Or any type of animal that may be outside, either get some kind of fan for them. Um, heck, even your chickens. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's hot for your chickens outside. You know, you got you to gotta keep them cool. Keep them with plenty of fresh water. Um, drink plenty of water yourself, but don't drink too much to where you're sick. Uh, definitely, um, we don't want nobody to get sick. So, okay, so we got a few things we're going to do today, um, and I'm just going to kind of do them in segments a little bit. I don't know. It seems to be easier to do uh, what I want to do in this episode in segments. So, segment one, I'm going to be reading from a news article. It's from ABC News. It says, Room for Two. Feds want small planes, bathrooms to be big enough for two people. All right, so I I don't know if you've been on a plane lately, but man, let me tell you, these bathrooms are like super tiny, um, especially if it's one of those planes that have like five seats or like four seats, I think, two on one side, two on the other, or maybe two on one side and three on the other. And literally there is no room hardly in the bathroom, especially if you're a bigger person. And definitely if you're on the plane, you don't want to sit in the very back seat because man, if somebody has major, uh, a major, uh, mess, you're going to smell it for the remainder of the flight. Um, so let me just read this It says the department of transportation on Wednesday announced a rule that will require airlines to make laboratories on new single aisle planes, large enough for two people to enter in a move to make bathrooms more accessible. Traveling can be stressful enough without worrying about being able to access a restroom. Um, let's see. Hold on a second. I just lost that one. It just changed on me. Traveling can be stressful enough without worrying about being able to access a restroom. Yet today, millions of wheelchair users are forced to choose between dehydrating themselves before boarding a plane or avoiding air travel altogether, said Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg and a press release announcing the rule. The rule was authorized through the Air Carrier Access Act, and it specifies that the laboratories will need to be large enough passengers with disabilities and their attendants to enter and maneuver within the space. In twin-aisle aircraft, accessible laboratories have been required since 1990, yet as the range and fuel efficiency of single-aisle aircraft have increased, these planes now take longer flights that can leave passengers with disabilities with no way to use the bathroom for hours on end. John Morris, the founder of wheelchairtravel.org, is a triple amputee who travels frequently. Next week, he's flying from Boston to Los Angeles on a plane without any accessible laboratory. Um, denying someone the ability to go to the bathroom is certainly a form of torture that has been used by rogue individuals in human history, Morris said. I just don't think that that should be the case on an airplane. So anyway, I don't need to read any more. Um, 
this is, like I said, an ABC News article. I'm sure if you just look up Room for Two, ABC News, you should see this article. Anyway, um, you know, I've never thought about that, uh, especially somebody that is in a wheelchair, not being able to use these bathrooms that, that literally never crossed my mind, but they should be able to. And I do agree. Um, I don't even think you can even get a wheelchair down some of these aisles of an airplane. Um, but that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, not being able to use the restroom, um, especially if you're flying, um, can be a torture. Uh, trust me. I've been there many a times, not just in airplanes, but you know, even in my own travels when I'm driving with somebody, um, man, when you got to go, you got to go because if not, you're going to go. If you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, it's like one of those things, dude, get me to the bathroom or something is going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Uh, soundboard for that. But, um, yeah, so apparently from what I read, it's going to, it could take up to a couple of years because these are apparently on new airplanes that are being built. You know, you got uh, Lockheed Martin, Boeing, um, Airbus, and I guess a few other manufacturers around the world that actually makes planes. And, um, yeah, let's make it accessible for everybody because it's, these things are just so tiny. I mean, um, especially if you've been in the bathroom on an airplane, man, there is so much turbulence like you're like just running around and shaking and breaking and um, you can almost get injured from being in a bathroom. So uh, definitely when I go, I, if I fly, I try not to drink too much liquid just because of that reason. And I'm not in a wheelchair. I just don't want to have to get up and try to use the bathroom. So I'm glad that they're actually finally doing something about this. Um, you know, we live in a world where everybody is different um, and we need to kind of accommodate uh, those that would love to travel but can't because of something like this. So uh, kudos to the powers that be for doing this. All right, so in our next segment, um, we're going to be t- talking about uh, a term that I heard in a movie, and I can't remember the name of the movie, but um, basically it's random acts of kindness. So my definition of random acts of kindness is we just go out of our way to do something for somebody, um, and it projects that the person that's doing this for somebody is nice, has a heart, they're caring, and they're willing to help. That's my definition of a random act of kindness. I I don't know what yours is, um, but it's probably similar to mine. So actually, I have two uh, random acts of kindness that actually happened um, this week or this weekend. So I was uh, driving to my daughter's house because I had to uh, cut her grass and she lives in this uh, housing development. Now it's not like one of these fancy to do housing developments. It's just a, you know, housing development that was built probably 40 years ago, maybe. And um, so I decided, uh, you know, as I'm heading over there, I seen my friend Mike and he's also a a land, uh, not a land. He's a groundskeeper maintenance. He does, um, God, I can't remember the term. Anyway, he cuts grass, pulls weeds, landscaper. Yeah, he's a landscaper. That's the term. I keep forgetting that term. And uh, I was talking to him for a while, and it was really hot. And, uh, you know, uh, cutting grass, especially in the heat, man, it is murder to your system. You got you to gotta drink plenty of fluids, Gatorade, Powerade, um, water. Uh, I suggest drinking water first, and maybe if you want Gatorade or Powerade, maybe you can throw that into the mix. And um, as we're talking... The lady um, 
on the other side of the street brings him a bottle of water. Now, the crazy thing is he wasn't cutting her grass. He was cutting her neighbors across the street. So to me, that's a random act of kindness. So she was talking to him, and that's when I decided I would go ahead and go. And And I'm pretty sure she was talking to him while he was drinking the bottle of water. So that way he cools down. Because trust me, man, in this heat, you do not want to pass out. Um, man, if you got your kids, uh, babies, man, please bring them in. Or if you're going to be out in the heat, have some kind of a portable fan on them that's battery operated or cover them up. Um, just don't take this heat for granted. It, it will kill you. Um, if you're not uh, careful. So I thought that random act of kindness where the lady brings a bottle and gives it to the landscaper to drink was just pure random. And uh, I like stuff like that because it just shows you there's still good people in the world, regardless of their political view. You know, we live in this world now that, uh, oh, you're a Trump or you're a Biden person and we hate you for that. Oh my goodness. People just need to grow the freak up and love people for who they are, not for who they like. I mean, if you like Biden, that's your business. If you like Trump, that's your business. Hating each other because of it is just pure stupid. Um, you know, and to me, and this is my opinion, the government was the one that started um, all this hate toward everybody. And we have to overcome that. Um, we don't need to hate. Um, I don't know if you go to church. The Lord wants you to love your neighbor, even your enemy. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to hang out and be chummy-chummy with your enemy. That's entirely up to you. But we're supposed to love our neighbor. We're supposed to be kind, friendly, gentle, and just do random acts of kindness if possible. Trust me, um, God blesses those that are Christian and non-Christian. Yes, God blesses all of us. Um, in some way, shape, or form. I mean, we may uh, not have any problems with our vehicles. Um, somehow, our gas lasts a little bit longer than it normally has, or our paycheck. Uh, somehow, we got a little extra time at work, so we got a little bit more money on our paycheck. Um, you're not getting sick as much. So God blesses us in different ways. Now, whether you believe if God blesses you or not, that's totally up to you. That's just some of my experiences myself. Now, um, there is another random act of kindness that uh, happened this week, or this weekend, excuse me. So the the lady that next, lives next door to my daughter, she rents, and she had like a pile of branches next to her um, air conditioner. And um, so I'm like, hey, is your landlord going to like move those branches? Because it's like harboring like snakes and, and uh, rats and mice and all that stuff. Because when it's built up like that, especially when the grass is high, um, it will attract uh, things like that. And, and I have a granddaughter and she has three kids. And, you know, I don't want to see neither one of them get bit or my daughter or her for that fact. So um, she's like, no, my, my landlord basically said I have to do it. And I'm going, you know, that's just so crazy. This lady's a single mom of three and the kids are very young. And she said she was just going to rent like a truck from Lowe's and then just dispose of it herself. So I got to thinking, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of looking at it because it's been there for probably about six months and the grass is kind of overgrown. So I called my friend and he does uh, like yard debris removal. And um, 
he ended up coming, picking it up. And then as he was picking it up, I kind of cut the grass around it. So that way he didn't have to walk in the tall uh, grass. And then when he finally got it up, I um, cut it, weed-eated it or trimmed it, whatever you want to call. And then he came back behind me and picked up any loose branches that he couldn't see um, while he was picking it up the first time. And then uh, the lady that lives in the other side of the duplex um, asked him how much it was to cut the grass. And she paid to have the entire front yard uh, and both sides, left side and right side cut. So that way, when that lady came home, she had no branches. She had a nice, well manicured lawn. And um, that's another random act of kindness that I was able to provide to help this lady. Um, You know, and, I'm not expecting any type of payment. If she wanted to, that's fine. Um, you know, a thanks is good enough for me. I showed her the picture. She was tickled pink. And, you know, sometimes if we do stuff, uh, we actually feel good about it. Um, it's just amazing that um, people do stuff like this. People do random acts of kindness. Um, I used to have a uh, former uh, preacher's wife at, uh, at the, the church I used to attend. And she said... Um, Back in the day when she would go through the drive through at McDonald's, she would also do a random act of kindness. And what she would do is uh, she would literally pay for the person behind her, pay for their meal. No, if it was $5, $10, $20, whatever, she would actually pay for that. That's a random act of kindness. And that's pretty neat. So I, I told her, I said, well, let me, let me know when you're going to do it again so I can be behind you. And she laughed. You know, so that way she could pay for my meal. And so she was like, okay, okay, sure. (laughs) I know, it's just kind of funny. I don't think she thought it was funny, but anyway. So whether you're out and about or you have a neighbor or you see somebody that is just desperately in need, perform a random act of kindness and help them out. Because trust me, um, you don't know what kind of day they're having. Um... They could be really bad and they just need someone to help them. And that's really the best thing that you can do. We're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. You're listening to The Jose Show. Hey, folks, this is Jose for The Jose Show. If you have a website, a podcast, or you would like to support the show, just hit me up with an email to zhills411 at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put support the show. Thank you. And welcome back to the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roll Dan Jr. All right, folks. So basically, we were talking about random acts of kindness. Do you think you can do something like that this week? Hmm. Try. Okay, folks. So like we were talking about in the very beginning of the podcast, um, the heat is sweltering. So if you're taking your dog round and about your city, Please don't leave them in the car unattended and forget about it. Um, Definitely, if you have a child, do not leave them in the car unattended with the car shut off because chances are they will pass away. And you don't want that because then you will be arrested. So before you do anything, think, think, think. Don't leave a dog or your child in the car unattended. Now, if you have somebody in the car, obviously you can leave the car running, and that's no problem because there is an adult um, old enough to take care of the dog or the uh, the baby or the young child. So let's uh, let's stay out of the heat. Um, if you go to the beach, wear lots of suntan lotion. 
Um, and just be careful out there, folks. Man, it's it's just a really mean and terrible summer this year. Uh, I just I can't imagine. I don't even remember if it was this bad last year, but uh, I know I hate being out um, in the heat because it's just stupid crazy. All right, folks, I really appreciate uh, everybody uh, listening, everybody um, um, supporting the Jose show. And, um, you know, school's going to be starting soon, so make sure uh, you get the kitties, all their stuff that they need, their supplies for school. And you have a great summer. Enjoy time with your family, your friends, your relatives. Because remember, man, we're only here on this earth for one day, not one day, excuse me. We're only here on this earth for one life. That's what I meant to say. And enjoy it. Take the time and just enjoy yourself. Enjoy your company. Because trust me, when it's gone, it's gone. And uh, my friend Jack Vale wants to say one word. Hey, everybody, this is Jack Vale, and you are listening to The Jose Show, my favorite guy named Jose. Thank you, Jack, and thank you, everybody, for listening to the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr., and you folks have a beautiful and glorious day, and remember, be blessed. Thanks for listening to the Jose Show. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode, and see you next time on the Jose Show. Jose Show.